Attention, all conscious beings in the cosmos. This transmission is being beamed to you from the Human Observer. You are about to experience consensual conversing between two normal or quasi-normal sapiens of Earth. Yeah, good. yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Welcome aboard. Welcome. Welcome aboard. Pabs. What's happening, we LB? we a big episode lined up for this week, mate. Massive. You might have noticed that we have a guest here. No. Yes. <laughs> to my right and to your left is uh, Mr. Troy Van Buren. Welcome, 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 Troy. Thank you very much, guys. Um, it's a big pleasure being here. No, awesome. mate, we, um, we we jumped at the opportunity. We uh, were in the habit of um, inviting interesting guests. Um, last week, we had Australia's leading illusionist and hypnotist. Um, yeah, telephone uh, interview. That yeah, was awesome. It was. It was great. Um, yeah. Hypnotizing chickens, I remember. <laughs> I, um, so this week, a uh, special guest, as I said, Troy Van Buren uh, of... Cloud Chamber fame. Cloud Chamber. Mate, nice. thank you. tell us, tell us, tell us where you're from. Tell us, a, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, where you're from and, and where you're at now and, and what's on the horizon. Thank you very much, Chris and Pablo. Look, long story short, you know, I am originally from the land of Springboks. You guys know where that yes, is. Yes, South, right? Africa. South Africa. South Africa. The land of diplomatic immunity. And, and, <laughs> and the current world champions. Right? <laughs> yes, world yeah, rugby well, champions. Yes, yeah, that's right. I would love it's, that. It's, it's yeah, <laughs> yeah, coronavirus times. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I was born in South Africa. I left South Africa in 1999 and I went to Europe. I spent a little bit of time in Germany, spent a little bit of time in Holland. Wow. I spent the most of my time world in... Traveled. Um, Say again? Well-travelled. Yeah, well, mm. I'd say well-travelled. I, I, I did spend quite a bit of time in Europe, five right. years in Europe, mm. all up. I came to Australia in 2004. Yep. And yep. Um, that's it. That's that, I've been here ever since. I didn't plan on staying here this long. And um, now now you're here and you've, you've um, opened yeah. up two, two shops. And, yeah, yeah, well, that's the thing. But, hey, just time flies. Hey? We were thinking about it the other day. It's been 16 years. Yeah. 16 years and I thought I was going to be here for a couple of months what, wow. so what so, was your plan you were going to you were going to bomb into Australia and then what no, like did you think about like yeah. potentially where you were going to go next at all not really so I was doing IT contracting so sure. um, uh-huh. I got into I started studying well I, I really got my my um, degree in marketing sure and sure. I landed a job with um, a newspaper sure. and decided that I hate marketing sure and <laughs> sure. Um, then there was Y2K was coming up, so everything was mm, everything was about to explode. IT yeah. and everything. Really so well. I thought, you know, this is a funny story because I did all the IT exams known to mankind at the time. I did MCSE, I did my Network Plus, I did um, the Cisco certification with no practical experience whatsoever, right? But I had all the certifications. In paper, you were the man That's to it. go to. I went to, and I thought, you know what, no, what better place to go and get your practical experience than London? So I thought, yeah. okay, well, I go to London, you know, banking capital of the world, and I'll go work there in IT. But little did I know, and naive, um, is, you know, you need experience, right? So sure. I, I got in, went to my first interview, and I can, most of the times I can sort of sell myself. Sure. And went in the interview, said, look, I can do this, and theoretically I knew everything. Um, there was to know about my subject, but 
got a job with Herbert Smith, which is, you know, one of the five major law firms in London. Right. And within two weeks, they came to me very nicely and said, you know what, Troy, we like you, but you're not the man for the job. Right. And that's because I had no experience, right? Sure. So I went back, and I, look, I don't want to bore your listeners. No, but, you're not. This is interesting. Um, I went, I, I went back and I said, all right, what now? So I started, you know, there was in Hangar Lane, there was an agency where you could do all types of, you know, you just basically just rock up at the agency and they'll say, all right, today, this is a job for you, right? Sure. And, you know, some of the jobs were counting cars, others were loading, you know, we're standing in the corners with the clickers, sure. give you a clicker, count the buses, cars, mm-hmm. taxis, Much like a Woolworths attendant today. Yeah, yeah. yeah right? <laughs> so, so, and, uh, you know, I was doing that, I was counting buses, Boxes, um, packing boxes, loading trucks, any, 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 anything to just keep me by yep. while I was looking for my IT job, and um, I did that. I, well, I got a, um, I got a job, a contract with um, uh, a company called Cableship. They, mm. they, they were redoing the floors at Canary Wharf. Canary Wharf was only halfway open. And um, this was uh, IT, well, it wasn't really an IT job, but I was actually laying the network cables underneath the floor pedestals and we had a group of guys with a bit of experience to actually patch the comms, comms cabinets and stuff like that. Did that for three months and then I got a call from Herbert Smith right. saying... Who had previously you know, let you go. That's right. And they said, you know what, Troy, something came up and we think you'll be perfect for the job. Sure. Now, so, is this is this all prior to Y2K still? This, this was exactly... In the year 2000, because you're wow. you're you yeah. you were trained for a particular skill set with the Y2K stuff, not, not, not so, really. No, not okay. So much, I misunderstood. So, I was gonna yeah. say, like, you would have had the year 2000 breathing down your fucking neck, yeah. right? Like, I'm no. gonna get this job, here, you know, this won't come again. <laughs> no, no, so, no, we, no, no. We, so this wasn't Y2K specific, but but IT was a big topic and a sure, big sure, industry sure, back, sure, in, sure, sure. back in then. So, okay, these people call mm. you back and say, Yeah, okay, now you are the man we're looking for, yeah, because, <laughs> because you know what, Troy, we you. We got a no-brainer job for you. <laughs> this was it. All you have to do is take these desktops and go put it on people's desks and smile and be nice about it, right? So you know, I could do that. So I could, you know, and and this was originally a six-month contract. But what I was doing there, while because there was a there was some real IT guys with some experience and stuff like that, and you know, I befriended them, and you know, I would sort of see how they do, how they map drives, what they do in the consoles and stuff, and I would literally say. Back every night and do a little bit of practical experience, my yeah, own practical yeah, experience right. while yeah, nice. doing it. Taking and advantage of the that's time. right. So yeah. just just by whilst I was not doing <laughs> IT stuff, you know, at least I was bettering my IT. You know, because I had some some theoretical knowledge, I could actually there was actually a console where I can actually practice it. So yeah. you learn about Fantastic. mapping a drive, but yeah. you can't actually do it until you're in a network environment, and sure. then I can actually go and map the drive. Sure. So I was doing those type of things. So by then after the six months project, and this was while well, they were rolling out Windows NT. Yeah. So if you can't stretch your yeah, mind, yeah, yeah. back to that time. This was, they went from Windows 95 to Windows NT, yep. which was at the time the networking platform. Yes. You know, in Windows. So um, anyway, so I was able to, you know, practice the theoretical, theoretical knowledge. And, and yeah, six months later, you know, I, I was as good as the rest of the team in terms mm, of what I needed nice, to do. And I yeah. became a desktop, so they extended my contract for another year. And oh, shall I say the rest is history because 
Um, I did another year contract with Herbert Smith and then um, that contract finished and I got a contract with Linklaters, which is another competitive law firm in London and big with my with Herbert Smith on my resume, mm. Linklaters was really easy to get into. Yeah, I got into Linklaters, did about a year and a half there. Then I went to the Financial Times. Financial Times is a nine, was a six-month project as well. So a publication go, company. Yes, yeah, yeah right, Financial right. Times in the UK or in London. And um, I did six months with the Financial Times until... And funny enough, when you're in IT, and I don't want to get off the topic, guys, but when you're in IT, the, the best... See it as, you know, if you're IT in retail, it's like a lower level of IT. And then mm. you get IT in, let's say, the law firm, you know, I guess industry, sure. and that's a higher level of IT. Mm. And mm. then the top level of IT in IT would be in the banking industry. That's where the right. money is. So take it as a, as a contractor in retail, you'd be earning £12 an hour. Sure. At a law firm, you'll be earning about twenty-five pounds to twenty, let's say twenty-five to thirty pounds an hour. In a banking industry, you earn from fifty pounds an hour upwards. And so, this, it's all because of the security level at each point, right? Like the amount of security increases. Yeah, it could be that, and it's also just the the more prestige. I think. Um, sure. I don't know if it's got anything to do with prestige because the law firms are prestige as well. But so fifty um, pounds, like. To convert is about what 120 130 dollars and yeah, yeah right, something right. like that is it yeah i think it's i think it's almost roughly two to one so oh, two, yeah. just double yeah, yeah. Right, i'm giving a little bit too much latitude to that just, but yeah. yeah okay but at a the decent time, fucking at, wage. at the time in 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 london or, or where i was living and it was look, a million dollars a week in a rent. share house with 12 <laughs> other kiwis and aussies yeah um the only one that actually held the job because i would get in get, get home at, in the afternoon and i'd be making my way through the beer cans and <laughs> you know whatever party was going on there yeah, so, and so, stuff so. like that so it was really weird i mean i paid 50 pounds a week rent and i made 55 pounds an hour and what I was doing, you know, to, to, to put it into perspective. So I was able to save a lot of money and yeah, yeah, I had yeah, a lot of money at the you. time. It was really good. But what I was... Did you live the leading, baller life? The which you, one? Were you a baller? Like out on the weekends and living the high? As a backpacker, I think every backpacker is sort of living that life yeah, in London yeah. because wherever you go, I mean, I remember where I was living, you know, I had the choice of six or seven pubs or clubs mm. in, 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 in a hundred meter radius from where yeah. we were living. Yeah, it's, right. it's, it's amazing. It's just a different life. Mm. But um, what I was leading up towards is it's funny enough, right? So I got the job with Linklaters right. because I had Herbert Smith experience. Then I got the job with the Financial Times. And just because it had the word Financial Times in the name, that got me into MSG investments. Now, MSG mm. investments, you get some MSG. I think there's MSG investments in Australia as well. That's uh, um, MSG investments is a, what do you call it, man? It's a... Um, like a banking kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah investment yeah. bank. Sorry, investment, investment bank. Investment yeah, yeah. bank. Okay. Sure. So um, I got into the investment bank mm. because I had financial times experience, which wow. had nothing to do with finances, sure, really. Sure, sure. Yeah. They just saw the so name. I and got around so they're 100%. Like complimentary so, roles yeah. that sort of like one led to the other led to the other and you just were going up the ladder every time. 100%. Yeah? Wow. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucking <laughs> awesome. We should have this fucking guy on last week. We were talking about like people who were able to make themselves. Yeah, yeah. 
you know what this means. Of luck. A, I'm yeah, telling but, you now. But we, I think I, what we turned up was like yeah. luck was half of yeah, everything, right? Like, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I think about certain key milestones or key opportunities, it could have gone either way. No, but I think I think that what you meant by luck means everything is like if you believe you're lucky, you're it, lucky. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's you know right. what I mean? It's self It's so, self-reinforcing. So self-fulfilling prophecy. No, that's also so. Okay, so there's I'm I'm still you're not at this part of the story. Yeah. At some point you come from London to To Australia? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So 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 hang on. The the story keeps going yeah. though. Where did you go? So from MSG investment. So from MSG investment, so this is a story, right? So I started MSG investments and they gave me a really nice one year project. And this was a good money. This was sure. you know, close to sixty pounds an hour. Sure. And what I was doing is literally, you know, I've set up the, you know, if you remember back in the days, it was dial-up networking. Mm. So the corporate industry needed to start working remote. So I set up a dial-up networking um, sort of server or service on the on the server. And then they really liked that. So that enabled people to dial in remotely and, you know, access the network. And so this is back in 2000, right? Or oh, 2003, sorry, 2003. We had, um, and then they then Blackberries. I don't know if you guys remember Blackberries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Blackberries yeah, yeah. was a big thing. So it used to be Palm Pilots. So yeah. when I was law firms, there was Palm Pilots, but then Blackberries yeah. came out, and that was every banker needed, a, or every Blackberry. banking exec needed a Blackberry Crackberry device. Blackberry, they called them. Yeah, right? yeah that's right. <laughs> so then um, they they let. Well, well, my project was to roll out the Blackberry mon. You know, configure the Blackberry server and roll out the Blackberries to all of these execs. One month later, literally one month later, so I was doing, I, I was at in MSG Investments for about two and a half months. Yeah. And then I got this project and then they said, look, listen here, because it was initially, I, I said in the beginning it was a one-year contract, but it was initially a three-month contract. Sure. Mm. And then they said, look, this is what we want you to do, so we extend your contract till the end of the year, so sure. another 12 months. And um, then... Within that month, just before Christmas, I fell in with meningitis. So I got meningitis in my ear. Yeah, right. You remember that? Yeah. That's why I'm deaf today. I'm deaf in the right mm. ear. Yeah. Anyway, I fell ill with meningitis, and I was literally in hospital for about seven months, and or seven months, seven weeks. And um, as a contractor, they had to terminate my contract because they needed sure. to fill that position, continue sure. the projects, and so forth. So I lost out on that. And so, so when... I lost that contract. Look, I was in the recovery for about six months afterwards anyway, sure. not in the recovery unit of the hospital, but in the recovery, just recovering myself. So I went back home, and instead of going back to the UK, I decided to come back to Australia on a working 417 visa just to check it out. Mm. Sure. And that's, that's what brought me to Australia. Right. Wow. So, wow. That's, um, wow. yeah, and I mean, the story yeah, gets equally interesting because I couldn't find an IT job. So oh. I had all this, I had... You know, a good five years of IT experience. Yeah. Um, four years practical experience in London, and um, working really high end firms. Yeah, so. that's right. And 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 coming to Australia, finding a job in Australia, it's it's amazing how you needed an Australian reference. So any in any company, any agency you work with, just wanted to know: Have you worked in Australia before? If you said no. You have not they worked in and that's it. That's, you know, they needed the Australian reference. So I started, I did a, um, I started working for Coats, not Coats Hire for Toll, sure. packing boxes, loading trucks. Mm. So I did that for about three months and a night shift. And um, then I got a, 
um, a two-week contract, a two-week mm. contract at Factiva, which is in Pitt Street. Right. And it was literally just to keep the lights on while they're, while one of their network engineers were on holiday. Yep. So it was a little, just fill that position, didn't have to do much, but two weeks. And once I had that two weeks on my resume, everything else and opened up again then because I had, mm. you know, working working experience in Australia and then I went to CAS and CAS got bought out by Telstra and then Telstra to Fujitsu. And, yeah, with, oh, I was with Fujitsu for 12 years. And then years. you got, yeah, okay, so... So, so where, how does Cloud Chamber come in? Where does Cloud Chamber come into the picture? Right. So, so this is interesting. So, so first of all, I mean, yeah. we're 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 saying that Cloud Chamber, like everybody knows. So yeah, yeah, what yeah. what is Cloud mm, Chamber? Yeah, what is it? And, and yeah, like yeah, Fujitsu right. to Cloud yeah. Chamber. Cloud Chamber is um, our vape shop. <laughs> so we've got two vape shops: one in Gorokan, one in Woi Woi. Mm-hmm. Um, the we started in 2015, and I'll tell you guys how we actually came to starting the vape shop, right? But um, we had an online store, built an online store in 2015, and it went live in October 2015. And um, that's been going okay, it was slow, you know, I'll explain to you guys why we got and to that. Just, just for the listeners, the web yeah. address for your online store? It's cloudchamber.net.au. Great. Great. Thank you very much, guys. Check out the products, guys. We yeah, can't talk more about it, but I can vouch for them personally, yeah. as can the big we'll, we'll, babs. We'll be talking about it a lot during this yeah, episode. Yeah. Yeah. There's, Thank yeah, you. there's a lot of yeah. stuff going on with that. So, so I don't want to talk too much, right? So I'll no, 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 no. Guys, by all means, you know, I'll let the, you know. Yeah, I'll tell definitely. you. All right. So um, <clears throat> I guess how did, how did we start Cloud Chamber? So I was working for Fujitsu. I started in a technical capacity. You know, I was doing networks and service support. And, you know, I think it was in 2009, no, 2007, I was presented with a different path within Fujitsu to go into, you know, either going to the, you know, further my career in the technical um, capacity or going to the sort of management. So I sort of took and went into the management field and, you know, I was basically doing service delivery management and line management for the next seven years or so in Fujitsu. It wasn't until 2015, probably 2014, where, you know, things were in the economy, you know, redundancies started to occur. And my, my thought at that time was, you know, I'm employed with the one employer. My wife's employed with the same employer. If anything goes wrong or whatever the case might be, there's no plan B. So I, I was, my Diversify. head was started thinking plan B, yeah. right? Mm. What What is a plan B? Is it going to be a plan my B? safety net? <laughs> and, and that was it. Yeah. And that's what made us think. Anyway, we actually tossed up a few different ideas and everything. But the reason this resonated with me is probably because of my passion for vaping and the passion for my own personal success in being able to quit smoking. Right. Because I thought, you know, I, I was a smoker for literally... 24 years, I think. Sure. So 24 years, and I promise you guys, at least for the last 10 years, I've been trying to quit smoking. Sure. Right. So, so I, I enjoyed smoking. I've always enjoyed smoking, but yeah. I, I hated. You I knew, guess you knew it was the bad dependency, for you. the addiction to yeah. it, and stuff like that. So I tried. I tried hypnosis. I tried patches. Shit. I tried pretty much every form of NRT, and nothing stuck. So a colleague, while I was at work, a colleague was, had a vape pen exactly like Pablo, and he said to me, look, just go pick up a vape pen. I said, nah, rubbish, right? Sure. And um, anyway, it wasn't until probably two months after he said, you know, try this vaping thing that I, I didn't have any cigarettes at work. And the 
tobacconist at the um, at the Macquarie Park Shopping Centre. They happened to have the six, and I thought, oh, I'm going to get a pack of smokes. So I might as well just pick up a thirty buck pen and sure. give it a crack. Sure. And was and that was that nicotine liquid or non nicotine liquid was, at that time? It, it was nicotine liquid. Sure, sure, because, sure. Because um, you know the lovely lady at the at the store. tobacco store, yeah. you know, had. Um, Two drawers, sure, so sure, top sure. drawer, yeah. and there was a bottom drawer. The bottom drawer was the ones with, yeah, you know, yeah, the, the good the stuff. The ones that you want to, sure. <laughs> want to quit smoking. Sure, with. sure, sure, sure. So, um, yeah, and and like I was amazed that I went a whole day with not once craving a cigarette. Isn't that funny? This. Because that 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 mimics my yeah. story precisely yeah. to when you introduced me to vaping. Yeah. A whole day. Yeah. First time in my life, I think, mm. you know, that I've gone without smoking yeah. at all. And nor did I want to. That's right. I yeah. felt like I was smoking. I didn't skip and, a beat and, at and all. that was probably my yeah. biggest amazement, Chris, mm. was the fact that, you know, I could generally, you know, if I go into a meeting or you're in a meeting or whatever, you're counting the time and for that meeting to stop yeah. and go downstairs and have a smoke, right? Yeah, yeah. And it just didn't happen. So, so admittedly, you know, the sensation of the vape pen wasn't as great as I would hope it to didn't be, but I didn't know anything better, punch, right? Sure. So that's what led me into, you know, having a look at what else is out in the environment, you know. Yeah. Why is one why do you get one battery and two battery devices? Why do you get sub ohm tanks and mouth to lung tanks? Those sure. type of things. So did a little bit of research and like I said, I'm I since since that day I've never smoked again and never looked back. Mm. So, but anyway. and it inspired you in such a way that you yeah. went and built an entire chain of businesses well, on that notion <laughs> that you there is awesome. such a thing as a silver bullet for people who would like a healthier alternative to smoking cigarettes. And, and that I, is I tell absolutely. you, we got the weeks mixed up, right? Like, this, yeah, yeah, we yeah, fucking yeah. could have pulled you apart last no, week. No, yeah, 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 would have been a good. Would have been no, a good. But we no, knew no. You, we knew you were coming in this week, so we thought. Uh, well, yeah, that's up, that's know, right. We yeah, thought yeah. you know we'll tackle we'll tackle a meaty fucking yeah. issue yeah, yeah. Uh, whilst you're here in the studio. Yeah. With no, us. I'm, I'm really I'm really you know pleased that you guys. You know, that, that, sort of this guy told me, right, all fucking week, all fortnight, <laughs> this guy's told me how it's not, I'm, I'm probably not that interesting. Right? Get no. the fuck out of here. I reckon, I reckon that deserves a Like, as far as personal stories go, um, that's one of the more interesting yeah. uh, personal. Really? Th- yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, wow. that we've had. I, um, <laughs> fuck. No, Anything yeah. else you, like... Yeah, well, were you I a hitman for an amount of time? Or, like, holy shit! Right, I've done some jobs, but that's not one of them. <laughs> no, right on. Thank you for um, sharing that, man. Yeah, like, right. and I guess you. you know the way that we met. Um, I, I uh, our, our kids are friends, mm. and they they had met in preschool. Mm. Uh, I think I get that yeah. right. The timeline's about right, and 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 it was your 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 daughter's birthday, yeah. um, and and. You know, LMA, our daughter, got the invite, and and us as parents obviously went along. And yeah. you know, I was a smoker at that yeah, time. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think I was still, I was still smoking. Was still smoking. At the, I think so I had a pack I of cigarettes in my pocket yeah. when yeah. I came. Yeah. So we go around for a barbecue, and 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 you know, uh, this guy. If you ever get a chance to do that, I encourage. Fuck, he's a good host, mate. He loads me up on whiskey and puts a fucking vape in my hand, right? 
And like, cause he must have known, right? I was like, I love whiskey, right? It's my middle name. I um, and and I'm like, you know, I was a bit skeptical because I had tried e-cigs, this yeah, e-cigarette. Right. Yeah. What yeah, yeah. a load of shit. Different, Anyways, different thing, right? Yeah, um, yeah. But you know, everything's got to have room to evolve, so yeah, it yes. needed it to be there. But. Anyways, I, I thought, yeah, yeah, because I'd seen at that point, I, I'd seen someone using mm, one. Yeah. I mean, these these and, things uh, are like Transformers, man. Like, they, 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 that's, <laughs> a, that's a serious piece of kit, right? Yeah, like, yeah. That, I know. mean, you know, and that's what I encountered from a cigarette, this lightweight object that you burn, yeah, and yeah. it's very, very mechanical in its, yeah. it, you know, nature to something really sleek and like, holy yeah. shit, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my main concern was I've never come across a silver bullet, ever. Yeah. There's yeah. no such thing in the realm of... of smoking or nicotine yeah. replacement yeah, yeah, yeah. but this fucking was i was like holy because i was gauging myself yeah. that entire day on whiskey what a perfect testing ground because right. you want to smoke when yeah, you're drinking yeah, right yeah. and i was like holy shit like anytime like i felt it was becoming a little bit um redundant Edgy. i just turn it up yeah. a little bit and i'm like holy shit that's like oh, yeah. fuck, I'm choked. this is great like that's right so like and and like you said i was turning the whiskey I've, up on the other I've, side <laughs> i've never looked back there was yeah. one occasion a couple of about six no maybe six months ago oh no it's longer than that fuck Look, my brother had an engagement, my younger brother's engagement party. I went there, I'm <coughs> drinking, and, and my vape runs out of battery. Now, that's an interesting side effect of having a vape. Sure. It runs yeah. out of battery, and I'm like, fuck, I've got to charge this thing. I'm drunk. You know, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'll put this now. I'll give it five minutes. I'll be right to go again. Bullshit. It takes a little while to charge, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Ordinarily. And I'm just hanging out for a fucking nicotine. Yeah. And like I walk in, someone gives me a cigarette. Yeah. And I lit it and took one puff. And I was like, sorry, dude, I don't want to waste your cigarette. I felt bad, right? Because yeah. at that time, even then, like cigarettes were getting more. So I'm like, just <laughs> find a smoker who can make good with this. Because it fucking, it was disgusting, mm. yeah. the yeah. taste. And I just sat and waited for my thing to charge. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. it is really the, like that's why I refer to it as a silver bullet, right? Mm. Like, And Chris, that's almost everybody. So I see a lot of people, you know, obviously vaping daily and you know almost everybody's got the same experience as you when they've been vaping for a while they quit the cigarettes they've been vaping for a while something happened there's incidents the incident yeah. happens vapes not working people people are still addicted to nicotine and you know they reach out for a cigarette and that cigarette tastes disgusting it, it's horrible That's everybody even in the lungs same thing. it's yeah. horrible mm. look so, so i guess yeah, all yeah, right, yeah. fantastic. So, that's that's the intro. Yeah. This is yeah. Troy. He's going to be yeah, here yeah. with us, plodding yeah, along. I that's a... Yeah, absolutely. We've got a, we've got you guys are too kind. Thank you. Uh, no, more than welcome. So Thank today, you. folks, listening, we are going to be chewing the fat on a pretty interesting topic. Um, <laughs> but in uh, in true tho fashion, we have found you a story uh, that is gawk worthy. Uh, and and I think we'll load that up now. Stupid. <laughs> every week, every week, we you know I find that the 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 I don't know what do we call it the gene pool <laughs> the gene pool is the, is particularly like. <laughs> It just becomes more and more shallow with each week that goes by. Maybe my refining search filters are narrowing, but I tell you what, the depth of the pool this week is crackneck worthy. Okay, what so, have we got this week? So this week, so this. Let me tell you a story. Mm. Two blokes working yeah. their nine to five mm -hmm. day day tradies. Yeah, from 
you know, they're, they're digging up a yard in the Gold Coast. Okay. Right? I'm assuming with an excavator, it didn't say by hand. Okay. Yeah. So they're digging up this yard and they, they notice they come across a couple of concealed packages mm-hmm. that are the subterranean at this mm-hmm. point. Upon further investigation, they realize they have found bricks of money. Right. Now, now, old Australian tender, these are paper notes, and there just happens to be around $500,000 worth of these paper notes wrapped in Chinese newspapers, uh, newspapers yeah. um, concealed pretty well, a little bit aged. Uh, we'll load a picture yeah. um, for the viewers. Uh, looks, looks pretty, pretty cringy. Looks, but not bad, yeah. right? Like, considering these, these bank notes must be, yeah, yeah, they must be 20, 20 plus years old. Like, that's not bad. That's, that's not too bad. It's not too bad. Um, still, still legible tender, I'm assuming. Plastic bag. So, these tradies have got to be the best blokes in the entire world at this point, right? Because, you know, the question doesn't come up as to whether they should keep the money. Mm. They're like, we've got to hand this in right now. <laughs> so, they do that. They, yeah. they take their findings and they hand it into the authorities. Yeah. Incredible. Immediately, <laughs> they're fired. <laughs> they're dismissed from their job because they didn't share their findings, probably literally as well as figuratively, yeah. with their boss, right? <laughs> and a, a legal battle for the ages is now taking place, right? Mm. Because it turns out the property that they've received these goods on mm. was formerly owned by a Chinese person mm. who had been or allegedly been burying the money to avoid paying income tax in Australia. Right. The son attests to this and therefore he's laid claim to the money that's been found. That the the two blokes who found the money, I'm not sure that they've laid a claim. They were interested to know whether they would be eligible to receive it should they not be able to find the proper parties. They got a finders the, 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 a finders. They got a finders fee for finding it, right? A, a How cool, much was a it? A cool five hundred <laughs> <laughs> right, um, and, and I'd take that straight to the fucking so like roulette, I reckon. Yeah, right. So they like just put it yeah. all on black. Yeah. <laughs> right, fucking who cares? Um, and and I just I find it amazing that once again last week we we had to make a decision on who was stupid here. Like, yeah, and I've got to say I think I'm putting it on the tradies, man. Like. Uh-huh. Yeah, so what would you do if you found half a million dollars? I'm not telling the police. Yeah. I'm not handing it in. Mm -hmm. And I'm not telling the fucking boss. That that (laughs) sucker's going straight in the boot of the car and I'm becoming (laughs) I'm becoming a a, um Quit on your way out. Yeah, that's, that, that's right. I've, I've developed a case of fuck you, I'm leaving. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm very quickly becoming a, a, what do you call those people that restore? Yeah. <laughs> You're becoming a collector of money. <laughs> Ancient like, notes. <laughs> you know what? Like at the end of the day, $500,000 at this point in time isn't, a great deal uh, of cash, not, but, it's but it's not a bad. It's, it's like, enough to sort of like executed properly. There's no change there's, your life. These these guys, these two blokes, could have bypassed yeah. the whole thing, right? Quietly, ex- uh, quietly exited yeah. stage left. They wouldn't have even maybe had to quit their jobs. You know, get home, divvy it up. Okay, life is normal, mm-hmm. right? But, but didn't you say it was still paper notes? So yeah. there was a different. Yeah. Well, they're going to have to try, find trying to get them exchanged for have legitimate to find currency. A way to do that. Like there, there's yeah. some there's some question marks. There. The fact that it was two of them rather than, than just one. 
Well, I can, like, you know, I it can, complicates things, you know, because tell he tells someone. They would have been able to add, if they had the time and patience to yeah. do so, they could have come out of that with six hundred and fifty to $700,000, right? You take these things to collectors. Mm, at least. And they pay above the notes yeah. value. Initi- they do. Yeah. They pay above yeah. the notes initial value for these things because they're... Like out of circulation. They're, they're, well, not only out of circulation. Yeah. They have these telltale signs on print money and paper, mm. especially um, different versions that were printed yeah. with small, mm. small little errors, you know, and they're worth more mm. money yeah. out of half a million dollars. They would have found right. quite I mean, a few of the Even yeah. at worst, they would have made just for a $100 note, they might have made $110. Would you have kept the money, worst. Troy? I would have kept it. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. We're going straight into Cloud Chambers Investment. <laughs> 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 so to that piggy bank but yeah man because right now you know you get old two dollar coins you give it in you get a hundred dollars back for it if sure. it's just like an old you know or a special print or a you limited edition yeah, given the right amount yeah. of time and, and and patience you could have really yeah. cashed in off that yeah like and, and, i mean I mean, it's a, a free find in the first mm, place. Yeah. Like, it's not as though... Is, is it like... I mean, I know coins, sometimes coins particularly have a very high collectible value, but notes do notes as well? Absolutely, yeah? man. Okay. Absolutely. All right. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think because they were still paper notes. Yeah. yeah and right. not, you know, you know, not, 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 the, not, not the existing yeah, material yeah, yeah. that they make the notes with now. Oh, on a I mean, side note, how nice do the new notes look? Like the $5, oh, they're, they're, $20. They're very, um, I remember when. Sexy. I remember when this, the ribbon. Yeah. The, the ribbon came out a couple of months back, right? Maybe yeah. possibly more. I'm yeah, Corona yeah. brain at the moment. Um, <laughs> right. And I thought, fuck, we're living in the future. Yeah. <laughs> these are, these are, these are, you know. I looked at one of those notes and I thought, I don't new, want to spend this. You know? <laughs> no, no, no. These are fucking see through. I've seen it, I think. Like, but yeah. once again, once again, and we talked about this a couple of weeks back, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> as an alien visiting the earth and coming yeah. across this, this. I mean, I'm sure that that could appreciate polymer, the beauty of it. <laughs> Yeah, this polymer <laughs> note with a with see through thing, you know, trading it for goods. Like, that yeah. must be an absurd idea. So, as, as a. Uh, esteemed guest of THO today mate right. would you please let these tradies know what Arnie thinks of them <laughs> yep. with, pl- with pleasure yes <laughs> you stupid thank you <laughs> thank you very much I uh, like pressing that button. what are we talking about today what are we talking okay, about okay so after mm. our after all of that we're going to be talking about laws that make no sense and that mm. I mean we've localised a lot of this today to be relevant to New South Wales and Australia but mm. some of this is also international oh. stupidity as we found the gene pool isn't necessarily restricted to mm. one country right? yeah. so uh, it's international we've got international. I've, I've got a little something <laughs> new today though guys like uh, I know we don't do segments pubs mm-hmm. I know this mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. But I'm trying very hard to introduce segments each week. Right. <laughs> Fly them in under the radar. Very soon, I, I imagine that this will have its own button, okay? This week, we're going to be playing a game in the spirit of today's theme about laws that don't make any sense. And I have a series of questions I'm going to be asking intermittently throughout the episode. Okay. Okay, it's a winner-take-all competition. Yes. I have a question. Now, right. I'm going to ask this question, Okay. And the first one is uh, general knowledge, although it's limited by its choice because this is simply selecting a state in Australia where this law is valid, okay? Then I'm going to collect answers on three. 
Okay. okay. Well, it's not a fair competition, man. Me and Pablo, like, I'm definitely not the sharpest knife in the drawer, <laughs> and he is. But, so, you know what? I think this is rigged so either way because this fucking shit doesn't make sense, right? He's There's just, just getting himself a back door here mind. just in case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like his, he's a plan B planner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, first question of the day. In which Australian state is it illegal to wear a fluoro pink hot pants after midday on a Sunday? In which On a Sunday? Uh, uh, in I which think I Australian know. state is it illegal to wear fluoro pink hot pants after midday on a Sunday? You want the answer now? Well, or- I'll, I'll count to three and then both of you just spit out a state that you think this is yeah. relevant to. One, two, three. Queensland. SA. Sorry? SA. Queensland. Both wrong. Zero points for both of you. Okay. Yeah, Victoria. Victoria? Victoria. No That's definitely ways. not the one that yeah. I would have picked. No, yeah. me neither. You're questioning the state but, yeah. at this point of this law is valid. <laughs> you know Are what you, my thinking that was? That's very particular. Like Queensland because it's sunny and like fluoro shorts, mm. just like, ah, yeah. damn. No, let's say because if it's the city of churches and you might have sure. the, yeah. More logic oh, yeah. to this. Yeah. Offensive, <laughs> offensive to Christ. But now that you've given me the answer, I know that Victorian government is like the cowboy and the sheriffs on the road. <laughs> so it must be that, you know, anything right. to get a fine. Mildly obscure yeah. to kick us off. Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. tied at zero apiece. All right. So, yeah, so, we are talking let's about, talk about it. We're talking about stupid laws, right? Like, yep. But so to, I, I thought that we should cover off the Constitution really quickly. Australia does have a, a constitution, constitution yeah, by yeah, the yeah, way, yeah. for those of you who might not know mm, uh, yeah, because yeah. we hear isn't that funny in australia we hear more about the the constitution of america than mm-hmm. we do mm-hmm. of our yeah. own country and and even even but there's a reason still there's a reason actually looked into it <laughs> yeah, right? yeah there's a reason it's because our constitution mm. is like a it's a it's a it's purely hodgepodge. legal document <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it's a procedural almost you know from what I gather, a constitution should generally replicate what a good mission statement looks like for a good company. There is no mission you know? statement in our... In no, our, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. The, the Americans one is written like a fucking screenplay, right? That's like, right. It's yeah. more it's more animated, it's definitely. It's for the people. Yeah, yeah, it's know? for the people. Well, the, that's... There's, and there's this a difference one's for the lawyers, like, right? The, 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 the Declaration <laughs> of Independence is yes. probably what you're talking about, where you yeah, have yeah. that real poetic sort of, you know, it's flow. beautiful. Yeah. But we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights that among these are life liberty and the pursuit of happiness how poetic is that it's very poetic you know like and but but there is no beautiful words like that anywhere to be found (laughs) in our our constitution (laughs) it's it's like the queen's english you know what i mean thou shall not be wearing (laughs) the pink hot pants (laughs) And um, the the amendments to the Constitution, like a lot of those amendments are designed to block 
the ability for the monarch to actually come back into America. Yeah, because it was someone mm. like fucking Troy that wrote it. Mm. Plan B, right? Keep yeah. these people. We've just escaped these people, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, and we're not going to risk them. Yeah. To, I mean, sordid history, though, right? Like, these people, Americans specifically, fought a war with these mm. people so that, you know, like there, there's a, they, there's they this... would be creating those loopholes all the way through, right? A, a, little, a little known amendment is the, uh, um, the, the third amendment right which there, there was a, a, an instrument in there called a writ of assistance right where the court it's would, a writ of assistance i thought you had assistance. a typo when i was looking yeah, at no, 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 like, it there's is, an e on that the writ, the writ of assistance which was where like the government if they wanted to search like if they wanted to sort of staunch you mm. they could send the sheriff around to like with with a search warrant for no reason whatsoever and it's wow. like they would go through your house you know so and then the Second Amendment is like where, you know, the right of a militia to, you know, bear arms and stuff. It's like the reason that all exists is because the, um, the, the, the government of the Americans is a government for the people, by the people, you know. So it's never, it, whereas the it's government based of Australia. On the, it's based on the premise that there might be a tyranny within the government, right? And it's very much for the people for that purpose is my understanding yeah, of so, it. So like the risk of tyranny is the reason why they have that Second Amendment. Yes. To sort of protect themselves from that. Yeah. You know? Um, but um, the, the Constitution, also of America, I found out some information that this, uh, there was, uh, I think, like 300 copies of the Constitution originally printed. Yes. Of which only 26 survive. Yes. Well, good or old... Or so uh, we thought. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, uh, Eddie Dibb of Queensland. Old Ed. Old Ed. <laughs> that old chestnut. Right? right. He's found the 27th copy, a 27th existing original copy of the Constitution. Wow. Which he bought for 50 bucks in a chest at a garage sale. Unbelievable, eh? Confirmed. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't determine that. Mm. But... If it is, it could be worth two and a half million dollars. How's that? Yeah. How I mean, we talked a little bit about how we go about identifying. Um, he's documents. not handed it in, has he? No, no. Oh. <laughs> and I bet he still has his job, <laughs> right? So, like, we talked a little bit about verifying documents, um, originality. I, you know, I wonder if you'll send that to have it because how you wouldn't want to really carbon date it, right? Because to do that, they need to actually sever the document a little, at least a little mm. bit, right? To carbon yeah. date it. So, like, yeah, yeah. do you hand it in, like, mm. you know, at the risk of <laughs> they, you just, know, they just hand losing back a mint grade fucking yeah, document, yeah. historical document? Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah good yeah, on yeah. old Ed. Eh? So, look, my, my question is the first question that we really need to grapple with here is like, should we? still be a monarchy mm. you know is that a law that is stupid yes yeah yes well what are the benefits of being a monarchy nothing 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 mm. <laughs> i can think of some benefits okay so okay like, let's guess... argue about it um, <laughs> so so here's the thing yeah here's the thing i give credit where it's due yeah all right and i will credit Europeans for their, their their endeavors in the past to travel and to establish and colonize, invade 
um, you know, destroy peaceful existing nations. Um, so to ruin, plunge, and plunder. No, here's the, thing. Here's, here's the thing, right? That is, I see, I, I see that there would be an amount of disdain between the Americans and the Europeans, given the origin story that the Amer, you know, the Americans were essentially Europeans that thought, "No, fuck you, we're here mm. now. This is us. Yeah. We're out." And there was the, the thing. The thing is that there was enough of stories, them. right? Yeah. We weren't wanted in the first place, and when we make a good thing of it, all of a sudden, you know, they're yeah. dipping in the old bag and going, "Ah, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-huh. you belong to us." Remember. It's like, no, get fucked. Like, you had your chance. You sent us here for stealing a loaf of bread, right? And then <laughs> you, you let, okay, fair enough. The families of the troops that come along, take them. But I reckon all the, the families of the d- descendants of the criminals should have their own say. And I dare say we're a majority at this point, right? Um, here's the thing. Like, it, it, it fucking, it's, it's exacerbating. There you go. Um I, I watch people to this day that will wait up till three in the fucking morning to watch a royal wedding. That drives me fucking nuts, right? Like, and people actually invest a lot of their time and energy into. But, but what's the problem up. with it? People, people, people. Okay, we may have established on this show already, up to date and including today. That I have a problem with authority. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah, but Here's like, my why, issue. Why, why, why would you have more problem with the Queen authority than like the magistrate's authority? No, I don't like any authority, but right. I particularly don't like the idea, the notion of somebody ruling from abroad. I don't like the fact that our legal system is heavily based on a an existing legal system that's been, you know. I guess... You don't like that there's no poetry in our constitution. That's right. (laughs) No, look, at the end of the day, like, I don't know, man. Like, think about the monarchy without its power. Think about these people who were born, I guess, lucky enough or unlucky enough, depending on how you look at it, to be born into a heritage that... Like, how... These people started as majority landowners, Mm. right? Like, essentially, that's all they were. It, is it throughout time is, is, is and it, they've built up their their yeah. you know for some reason these people have been deemed is it oversight is it oversight are explain. they providing oversight for our for our legal system for our you know and what's wrong with that if if, if they are who the fuck are they well they've who been are they? okay we've, we've been established for 200 years sure right? they've been established for roughly like what 2000 years <laughs> maybe right, right? so like I don't know. Is there a little bit more experience there, perhaps? So they're they're writing the policies and procedures. (laughs) Are we are we a fledgling, you know, like uh, you know, country still? Okay, let me. me, Do we need guidance? Probably. Right. Really? Yeah, I think so. No, come on. Look at look at Australian society and look at Australian culture. Mm. Right now, before I'll, I'll preempt this with, no one nation is perfect. Yeah. Right. There's no such fucking thing. Uh it took us 200 years to fuck ourselves up to a degree where I see a different side of life and I'm very aware of that, right? Being the lefty in the fucking room. But here's the thing. Is it necessarily, is it, is it, is it a good model to go by? Is that our doing? 
Is it the doing of these policies and procedures? Does it all contribute to, to the everyday life that we experience today? And just because, as you pointed out, they are established and they've had a lot more time to work shit out, um, is that good enough reason to be able to, to mandate what is good practice for the developing nation? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Something seems wrong. Something hmm. seems very wrong with that in my brain. I mean, like, this could be yeah. me. Like, I don't know. My personal opinion is I don't like the monarchy. I don't like the thought that just because you're born into a particular bloodline that somehow you hold yourself to a different tier. Hmm. And these people probably, there's probably members of the royal family who are like, fuck this. I don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? I get hmm. it. But like, it comes down to this is an old it's an old hab old practice you know mm. and and people think oh well it's been around forever so we must continue what a load mm. of shit smoking mm. versus vaping <laughs> we'll get there yeah. we will get there but no Try, i, I your, don't like your, your uh, opinion you want to weigh in on yeah, this yeah. one no, no well like i said i can't do it as intellectually as you you have done well, it. i don't know about that but <laughs> no for me i'm i'm just thinking you know you know, in terms of relevance, you know, is is our laws as relevant? Well, same same relevance, relevance. Sorry, yes. same relevance as as you know um, English laws. You know, is there? You know, I mean, surely Australia is different to England. Sure, right, and yeah. and that's my. Well, you've and, been and, there, right? Yeah. You've experienced it, and and and. So what I'm trying to say is, why should our laws mm. be applicable to their laws? Yeah, you yeah. Know? And th that's the only question I have. That's the only, only thing that makes me think that, you know, maybe we don't have to be a monarchy. You know what? I think people's fascination with the yeah. monarchy is deep-sided to their childhood dreams, particularly of the female persuasion. Being a princess, yeah. Right? Yeah. It's the fairy tale, man. <laughs> You know, no, we just I'm gonna, to have a queen. I'm going to grow up and marry a prince and I'm going to have diamonds and a tiara yeah. and, you know, I can be this, this fucking fairy. We feed our kids fairy tales. I'm guilty of mm. it, you know? No, look, I'll tell you what. Your, your whole premise is yes. based on, like, look at where we are now. Like, <clears throat> sure. Right? Well, but yes and no. Go on, I'll argue because, with you more. Because, like, <laughs> like I think we're in. I think we're in a pretty fucking good place. Do you? Yeah. That's where we part company. See, but, but that's because I know that you see the darker side of our community. Yeah. But you have to understand, like, the there is a lighter side. The reason you exist, right? The reason your services exist yes. is because the the society recognizes that this part. Of society exists. <laughs> so, do you know what I mean? So, so, so. So, like, because they always did, always will. Yes. Okay. But, but, but the difference is that we take, like, Australia takes care in a way of, like, people who are uh, underprivileged or you know, uh, because like I don't know what's like in like South Africa, but there's probably is there less of a social welfare network in south africa do you find or like from your sort of experience a lot less yeah, a lot less, yeah. yeah. yeah so like this is what i'm saying but tell me like it was south africa uh, a, a um they were they, they um, were colonized yeah yeah they were yeah, 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 yeah. So, and they were a republican yes sure yeah, yeah. okay oh. so like have you heard of stockholm syndrome 
either of you. No. Okay, so I'm, I'm paraphrasing mm -hmm. here and probably horribly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Stockholm Syndrome is where a, a victim of an assault falls yeah. in love with their abuser. Right. I think that we have a big case of Stockholm Syndrome in this country, and I think you're a victim, Babs. I think you have Trump derangement syndrome. I think you've been molested now, right? And I think you've fallen in love with your abuser. I think you've fallen in love with your abuser. And I'm not by any means making light of sexual assault victims, okay? That's not what I'm doing, but I'm likening it to it because, like, that's how I see it. I see no. that we've had this rule above our head for a long time. And just because you pointed uh, it out, just because they're addressing an issue that arguably they've created that, means that, that, that they're created? right. Yes. Yes. Come on, our man. Our societal you, model, you, our just, model just, of society is like, created. Like, hold up. <laughs> right. India. Yes. Okay. Mm. Um. Do you not think that the same social issues are prevalent there? Oh, by much worse. Probably much, worse. No, right? are much worse. Yeah, but why, yeah. why much worse? Because they haven't organised a societal structure that's able to support or ah. like us, let me finish, like us, yes. are, are completely unable because of the confines of the current system able to mend and are not likely to mend the issue because we're not educating people we're not in this country we do not educate people and that's why i will always have a job hooray for me but boo for me you understand the way yeah. we our society is but not structured to give me give me an example of one society around the world that has been able to conquer this problem though and i'll leave you i'll let you go bro so there are different there are different cultures that yes. have been able to tackle different elements of this better than others as an example many asian cultures and the way that they treat their elderly right so elderly are revered in a lot of asian cultures in fact like it's a responsibility it's a it's a cultural norm for these people to protect and provide for their elders once their time has passed for them to be able to be physically constructive to their society okay that for me, like, like, what do we do with our elderly? <laughs> Generally, what do we do with our elderly? We put them in a home and we forget about them. It's 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 sad, but it's yeah, true. They're, they're in a home. Come on, man. Like, uh, you know what? This it, is it, we're not going to see eye to eye on this <laughs> section, right? Like, like, they're taken care of. As is opposed what I'm saying. to what being put in the gutter? Like, that can't be your argument. No, well, they're not. They're not in the gutter. No, they're not. But they're, no. just because they're not in the gutter doesn't mean they're like. You know what I mean? They're, they're, we're, we're dealing with it well. We're dealing with it to a point where they're not in the gutter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Look, um, um, why are you for the monarchy? That's probably a better place to start. Or if I, not for, <clears> like, why do you not disagree <throat> with it? Yeah, probably because um, I think that we're not ready. We're not ready to stand on our own two feet. Oh, yet. That's, that's the reason. That's the reason. In a nutshell. What, what, what gives you that? sort of impression that we're not ready yeah because Cause this is the shit i'm really interested in i'm yeah. super you know you and i talk about this yeah, like the idea sure. of being able to just look, go this is what this is what you got to do you, you just got to look we're we're a small we're actually a very very small populous nation 25 the 20 let's say 30 million people sure, right? sure, sure, sure. compared to other regions population wise very small and those types of small 
population nations that are not properly governed tend to fall into like third world kind of like you know rabble basically mm. you know um so that's the main reason that's okay. the main reason like you know if you think about australia australia is one of the largest geographic territories in the world and we probably have one of the best road networks one of some of the best infrastructure in the world like to, for, for to pull off that feat just that feat alone it's fucking unbelievable you know we talked about this before right like mm. some of the poorest cultures in the world are amongst some of the happiest oh. what does a road mean next to somebody's happiness is a road contributing to the happiness possibly commonwealth brother commonwealth okay. <laughs> um, we've stopped recording. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> so, we were having a job. Oh, I was thinking, like, fuck, we're, we're like Dante right. hey, going through the seven circles of hell. Shit, we we are. How far are we? We're like 50 minutes into this episode. Yeah. That's all right. We're going to have we're a just, long like, We're just about to fucking hit question two. That's okay. So no, we're no, gonna... no. We, we've got we've got 30 minutes left. That's it. Okay. okay. So, <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna get through this. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So let's jump straight into it. Okay. Second question of the night. Here's yeah. the game. Yeah. All right. In what Australian state is it illegal to challenge someone to a duel? Oh, One. Wouldn't it be any any state? Two. Three. Any state. SA. Any state. Irrelevant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's because you've mixed up uh, the questions. It's actually Tasmania. Uh, it's what? Tasmania specifically. It's, it's illegal. Yeah. To challenge someone to a duel. I'm not talking about but dueling. I'm not about Tasmania. <laughs> 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 and so did everyone else. <laughs> okay, so. All right. Okay, so moving on. So we're, we're so talking about We're talking smoking. about smoking versus vaping, yeah, man. And yeah, I just yeah. want to do a super quick rundown, mm. if I can, about mm. the origins of both. Because yeah, we can't sure, know sure. where we are without where we've been. Yeah. Tobacco, from what I understand its origins after much fucking research, yes. right, all points mm. to the same thing that uh, generally in the, I'll use the Americas as an example, the Native Americans and the Native South Americans, mm. the Aztecs. Tobacco's been around for fucking eons, right? Like, But for different uses, which yeah. is super interesting, right? Mm. In the Native American culture, they actually use um, the smoking particularly of tobacco for mm. ceremonial and medicinal mm. practices, okay? Whereas the Aztecs mm. um, and the early South American um, natives would use it as in combination with other herbs to um, be a stimulant. So, uh, assumably for hunting, and when they needed to get up and go and, you know, stab a boar or, you know, whatever, um, whenever, maybe even when they were preparing for battle. Is nicotine a stimulant? No, it's not, right? No? Okay, Nicotine's not a stimulant, like, not it's entirely. So, but, but I mentioned they would have been using things like fucking ginseng and guarana and mm, shit like yeah, that, all these like natural, you know, and throw it all together. Like, yeah, yeah. but. Because um, tobacco is known for its um, anxiety-inhibiting qualities, right? So I imagine if you're going to battle somebody, you don't want to be anxious or nervous and you do want to be quick on your feet. So they've figured out a recipe and gone, yeah, 
Here you go. Right. Like, yeah. It wasn't until the Europeans, in mm. particular Christopher Columbus, came to the Americas mm. and then took some tobacco leaves back to Europe that it started to take off, you know. Mm-hmm. And they started to actually cultivate and, and, you know, sow fields and start to grow this shit commercially. And mm. it was originally used, tobacco and specifically smoking, was used as a status symbol for the wealthy, the rich. Wow. Yeah. Right, the middle class and the working class never couldn't afford it. Probably. They just couldn't afford it, yeah, yeah. you know. So how it fell into their hands was, and, and originally it was specifically for males. Women viewed mm. this as a men's business was smoking, mm. you know, like wasn't fashionable. Mm. But then it became fashionable mm. and worked its way into the middle class with the larger yeah. production of tobacco. And how it ended up in the hands of the working class or the poorer people was, um, they would actually go, you know, looking for bumpers, mm. and they actually took the the tobacco from the the, the remains of a stubbed out smoke. Yeah. you know and they'll roll it into their own paper wow. and start smoking they'll you know just yeah. so they could get a piece of the cancer reaction you know <laughs> yeah. like uh and and then you know i guess fast forward into the sort of 20th century in the 1930s german doctors figured out hey there's there, there's a link there, there's a potential link between cancer and cigarette uh, tobacco smoking mm-hmm. right and then that was largely ignored until 1952 when an article came out in the Reader's Digest uh, called Cancer by the Carton, which brought the, the issue to, to the larger populace. Because we've got to remember, tobacco at one point was prescribed by doctors mm-hmm. for people with anxiety and depression. <laughs> you know, they would be, yeah. you know, go and buy a pack of Lucky Strokes yeah. or fucking mm. whatever, a pack of Winnies. Yeah. And, uh, wow. <laughs> you know, it... Um, you know, up until today where, where you know, it was very popular in the 70s and 80s, mm-hmm. especially through movies, man. Like, there was a, mm-hmm. there was a fucking movie called yeah. Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. man. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. Awesome movie. Yeah. You will never, ever find a movie yeah. with the name of a cigarette <laughs> in it again. Like, and, and at sporting events. You mm. remember watching the cricket? Benson oh, and Edges. Yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. logos Everywhere. plastered. What about Formula, Formula One? one. Yeah, 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 Marlboro yeah. at the Formula yeah. One. Yeah. Um, and, and now it's largely taken this huge turn and it's mm. frowned upon. Like, yeah. we, we've got restrictions on where people can smoke. Oh, You've got levies man. on cigarettes like never seen before. The taxation mm. on mm. cigarettes is ridiculous. Um, and and largely now it's like, oh, fucking, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah. whereas before it was up until, I would say, even the 90s, it was, it was still acceptable. pretty fashionable and acceptable yeah, right? to smoke. Mm. Like, yeah. When, we, when we grew up and we, we were young, it was cool to smoke. It was cool, man. Yeah. We could smoke in the clubs. Yeah, man. We could smoke in the clubs, man. Unbelievable. You could, yeah, that's exactly mm. right. Like, you, like when, I was, when I was young, you could smoke in the restaurants. Yeah. Like you yeah. could literally sit in when I was When smoke. I was in the Philippines um, about 10 years ago, you yeah. could smoke in shopping yeah. centers. You could smoke oh, anywhere yeah, yeah, you yeah, went, yeah, basically. Yeah. There was no... Barley's like that still. Barley's still like that. Smoke, and, smoke in the fucking eatery. Yeah. You know? So, so, so what's, the, what's the last time you guys can remember smoking planes? Oh, so, yeah. God. I mean, my brother and I, my younger brother and I, it was in, definitely in 2002. Mm. We took a flight from London to, no, from Frankfurt. 2002 from Frankfurt to Ibiza. Yeah. And we were allowed to smoke. Oh, we, we sat in the smoking section. That makes sense. We were allowed uh, to smoke in the clubs in 2002. You know what I mean? Yeah, like but it's a plane? Oh, it's a plane. 2002. That's a whole different caper, man. Yeah. 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 Recycled It's a air. far cry now. It's a far cry yeah. now, but yeah. then... Yeah. I think that's one of the first things they start eradicating when sure. they, you know, in terms yeah. of smoking. Like I mean, planes. They, yeah, taking it out of planes was long <laughs> before they started taking it out of restaurants yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. But yeah. yeah, I still remember flying and smoking. 
Vaping on the other hand. It was hand. awesome. <laughs> vaping's very new, right? Vaping's, well, not really. Yeah. No? Not How long's really? vaping been around? Since the 30s, brother. So, 1936, no. so is it, or 27? Yeah, 1927. All right, wow. there's a patent registered yeah. at the patent office, right? Yeah. And, and it's by basically... Tesla? <laughs> it wasn't by Tesla. <laughs> um, it, um, hold it, on, it, hold it, on. It, oh. <laughs> that was nice. That was nice. Oh, the artistic flair. Uh, so... Uh, basically, there's a patent registered at the patent office that, that uh, you know, a, a very basic idea for a, for a vaporizer to de- deliver medicinal. Okay. Uh, for medicinal yeah. purposes, yeah. right? Yeah. Then we, the, you go through to the 30s, the 60s, 1960s, and it's sort of popularized mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, up until then, when was the next? And it was in two thousand where the Chinese company is it Honlin? Hon Honlik. 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 They they sensationalised it, uh-huh. and it became very popular. They they basically in two thousand. So this is, we, we've been vaping for twenty years. Wow. Twenty years. Well, longer, but um, like proper vaping, like these type of devices, we mm. have either probably not an atomizer, but at least a cartomizer mm. and that heats up and vaporizes the liquid, mm. certainly since 2000. Wow. Fucking insane, right? And like, I've got to ask a question before we like, because being into the vaping stuff, do you ever have people come in to like buy, like, do you ever, you ever heard of DMT? DMT, no. Yeah, no. Okay, no. All, right, all right. So it, it's a it's a psychedelic drug, and it, and it, like the way you, yeah. you the way you consume it is to vaporize yeah. it, but it comes in a powder form, so you have to like. Put I, it I had one last week. Yeah. Last week, a, a lady walked in, and this is for her husband because yes. he got um, on prescription. Uh-huh. He got the powdered form of well, we were referring to it as THC. You know, oh, okay. or whatever. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, you know, but you, you're probably right, um, Pablo. With the no, no, two different things, right? Because yeah. THC is a derivative of can can yeah. it's a cannabinoid. Uh, what is DMT? And DMT, DMT is a psychoactive. It's a derivative of like plants. It's a, plant a, lo- a lot of plants have DMT in them. Uh, okay, yeah. well, we're talking yeah. about. But the lady was talking about a powder form. She said she's got this powder. Yes. Can she use this to vape it? And yeah. I said to her, well, not really. These are liquid vapes. Unless you can dissolve the powder in the liquid, yeah, sure. then you can probably vape it. And then but it needs to dosage. dissolve well. And that's yeah. got to be a, a, a fine line yeah. as, as, as a retailer, right? Yeah. Because one word of the wrong advice and it's like... But, oh. I mean, can you imagine who would prescribe someone something like that without... It, so- it sounds like in a roundabout way she was asking you about DMT. Yeah, I mean, good, good. <laughs> yeah, that's right. She just didn't yeah. want to say it. She was like, yeah, oh, like tell uh, me. prescription. Yeah. <laughs> a friend of mine. <laughs> Which uh, we are yeah. going we are going to talk about substances and, and and you know how how they're sort of like legislated, I guess, out of existence or you know, but. Um, yeah, yeah. So, like, I guess looking at where does silly laws play into this? That's the question, right? Yeah, the yeah, smoking yeah, yeah. versus vaping debate. And I guess, like, you look at the... For me, I just went straight to the death toll, right? And I went, yeah. okay, how many people are dying sure. each year due to tobacco and tobacco-related illnesses? Mm-hmm. And the number's about 7 million. Now, you do the maths on that, yes. right? This is a totally... 7 lit- million. 7 million. Per annum. Per annum. Globally, okay. Now you look at this legal product that's that's readily available at every corner store, at every news agency, at every supermarket. Seven billion people on the planet, right? Yes. Yeah. So is is that one percent? 
Seven billion. Seven no. million of seven billion. Is that one point one percent? Point one percent, probably. Yeah, something like that. I'm not a maths teacher. I am, (laughs) you know. uh, But if you look at it in in realistic numbers, um, in the last since the year two thousand, since Y two K, okay, there has been more people killed to tobacco and tobacco related illnesses than the previous one hundred and six years worth of all major human conflicts: World War One, World War Two, Vietnam, Iraq, Mm. Afghanistan. Insane. Okay. Insane. So like. That's legal, mm. right? We can buy that. That's okay because there's... Well, then we, we've, we found out through Troy. Troy, you, you, you enlightened us with a little bit of information about, like, because we we're trying to find figures on vaping mm. and how, you know, but, you know, maybe share with us what happens with vaping and, and smoking. As far as being able to record deaths related to vaping specifically, is oh, it possible? yeah. Sorry, sorry, Pablo. Yeah, yeah. I think a little bit. Mm. Um so the, well, one of the biggest problems you have globally is nobody, especially Australia, demarcates vaping from smoking. They're so going to the same bucket. Yeah, it's everything in the same bucket. So there is no, if I go to the bank and I apply for an FBOS machine mm. and I'm a vaping industry um, or a vape shop, mm. they won't support it because they've got a policy against supporting anything tobacco related. Wow. Right? Wow. That's, so, um, I mean, if you go into any of our shops, we have big signs up there that says smoking kills. Mm. But nobody smokes in our shop. We don't sell smoking. And that's regulated. Problem. Yeah. You have yeah. to have that up we there. We have to have that. So we need wow. to register our shops with the with somebody in, in New South Wales that, mm. that come out and actually audit your shop, make sure that everything's locked down, everything's everything that should be locked down or is in a cupboard should be in a cupboard, that people can't actually view any products from outside of your shop, mm. that when you enter the shop, what can you actually see, i.e., you know, all the signs and so forth. Which is pretty much the equivalent you know? of rating Smith & Wesson as a weapons manufacturer mm. to a toy company like Nerf. How, uh, Smith and Western guns, yeah. Yes, sure. and Nerf, the the toy gun company yeah. that fire those foam fucking oh, darts. Okay, right, right. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I see what you mean. I'll leave the obscure references. The, like, the, yeah, yeah, okay. But right, yeah, right, I mean, the, that's, coming that's back to your point, so I think that's where the issue is, um, Pablo. Is you know, if, I bet you, well, if people die, they, if if, if you're a smoker died of smoking related illnesses you may have well been a vapor as well yeah yeah, or, yeah. You know, that's crazy just, man. Because so, so, so therefore <laughs> there's no one actually collecting data specifically about vapors no that's that's insane yeah. so tell me you guys with your experience right because you guys were smoking mm. before see i'm slightly different i was i quit smoking quite some time ago and only just started vaping right so i'm sort of different do you feel better, generally speaking, like health-wise, when you're vaping as you as opposed to like when you were smoking? Oh, one hundred percent, absolutely. Yeah. And I think every 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 vapor will tell you that, yeah. Pablo. The, the, and it's not because vaping makes you feel better. Yeah, it's because you're quitting smoking. You drop those carcinogenic. Yeah, quitting smoking makes shit. you feel better. Now, yeah. if you, the the biggest differences between smoking and vaping is when you smoke. You're burning something. So that combustion process mm. in that burning process releases approximately four and a half thousand harmful toxins. Mm. Now the biggest difference between vaping and smoking, as I said, is 
when you vape, you're not burning anything. So right. in the absence of a combustion process, you're immediately four and a half thousand toxins better off. Yeah. And mm. so when people stop smoking and they start vaping, mm. they feel better, not because of the vaping, but they no longer getting There's tons the of chemicals tons of and toxins. Yeah. For wow. me, definitely my lung health. Yeah. I can breathe a lot easier. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Energy levels, yeah. lung Energy, health. Yeah, there's yeah, so sleeping. much to it, right? Mm, interesting. So like it's funny that like I don't know, I guess that we could talk about all sorts of kickbacks and, you know, go the the taxation process on tobacco products versus vaping products so and, it's a stupid you know, law right it's like, a stupid fucking yeah. law they I should that, they should deregulate vaping and more heavily regulate tobacco smoking oh, yeah. like that that would well, make a lot of sense yeah so why don't they do that because there's money to be made man because I, what from an onlooker's mm. perspective and you would probably yeah. have a bit more insight into this it's it's like watching um you know, the government, all these bodies are just like, okay, so they got their yeah. fingers so far into these tobacco companies for money. And like, that's a, that's a, that it's is a guaranteed on. cash yeah. cow right yeah. there. They're not going to let that go mm. unless they can do the same to that industry, the vaping industry yeah. that they've done with tobacco. You look at the price of a pack of cigarettes now, remarkable, 25 gram pouch for nearly mm. $50. Like, yeah. that's insane. Cheapest pack of cigarettes, $32 mm. or so. Wow. Oh, man. Yeah. I long, remember long, as a kid you used to get No, not even bro. Remember no. when those little holiday slims come out? No. It was two dollars a pack, man. Wow. Yeah. Like wow. that was insane. No, it, it is incredible. And I've got a lot to say about the subject, Pablo. Like, mm -hmm. it's just you know, keep it short. Then there's no incentive for yes. the government to support or get behind vaping in this country. Yeah. And um you know, there's too much of an incentive for them to stick with tobacco and you know gain the well the, the the billions of dollars of taxes, taxes. that they get from mm, mm. from tobacco yeah and this isn't like i i, I want to just put it out there this this episode isn't sponsored by cloud chamber right no. like this is no, no way sponsored by any vaping body yeah. at all no. uh this is these mm. are the facts right? well, this is our experiences mm. as absolutely well, I guess, you know, right like, like and this i don't yeah. know it just doesn't make much sense mm, mm, can mm. i ask you guys another question all right, let's do another question. I've been patiently yeah. waiting. We, should, we need a button for these things. Like, uh, maybe we'll do a thing. Yeah, okay, so that'll be for when one of you actually gets something right, right okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, true or false question, gentlemen, right. on three, give me your answer. Uh -huh. Statement, it is illegal to be in possession of more than 60 kilograms of potatoes at any given time whilst in Western Australia. True or false, false. on three. Okay, false for you. False. You're both right. One point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Let me tell you, it's actually, the number is actually 50 kilos. What? <laughs> it is illegal in Western Australia to have in possession of one person 50 kilograms of potatoes. Wow. Why is that? Yeah, what, what, yeah. what? I don't know. Look, every, okay. like all law. <laughs> it's in, a stupid law. <laughs> no, in, in context. <laughs> right? In context, I imagine that at some point, maybe that had to do with farming or famine with regulations. The like the, <laughs> that's well, can't, right. can't, can't you make um, something out of um, alcohol? Potatoes, like yeah, methanol. Yeah, grain, right? grain so alcohol like out of yeah, potato yeah, yeah. skins, absolutely. Yeah, but yeah. I think it's probably got more to do with the time, like around the Great Depression, maybe, like the, you mm. know, something like mm. that. Like, like you couldn't be hoarding 
You know, they were the toilet paper rolls of 2020. It's a law that just forgot to go away. Yeah, Yeah, well, I don't know if that's more idiotic Mm. than the fucking hot pants law, but, you know. Let's move on. Let's move on, on, man. Substances. Substances. We've been talking about tobacco. We've been talking about e-liquids and vaping and and whatnot. Okay, we can't dismiss alcohol in this debate. Okay. Yeah. So you made a point about like the legal age to drink and also. So in Australia, yep. it's not bad, right? Yeah. 18 years old. Uh huh. But that's just for purchasing. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it isn't illegal for someone younger to drink, it's illegal for someone younger than 18 to buy. Isn't that called secondary supply or something like that? Here's the thing. Because like the, if, if the you, kid's got to get it somewhere. If you are at home yes. with your parents and you're 16. Yeah. You can have a fucking beer. You can get stuck into it. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. There's nothing illegal about it. The, it pa- the parents are not in trouble for supplying? No. No? No. They're wow. caregivers. Now, we do have other f- laws that play into it. So if yeah. you've got an eight-year-old off his fucking face on whiskey at home, <laughs> right? <laughs> stuck into dad's juice, right? <laughs> That, you know, there's likely going to be a mandatory report made to a child protective body in New South Wales. That's the Department of Justice and Communities. And I urge you to come forward if that's the case, right? Uh, so, like, you are in violation of certain child protection laws. We shouldn't laugh. Okay, we no. really shouldn't laugh. No, no, no. You, I mean, it's a thing, right? Yeah, it's okay. not. Yeah, but, yeah. but, like, I consider that to be a stupid law. And, and particularly why I brought that up was in America, right? The legal age for drinking is 21. And meanwhile, they can enlist in the armed services from a much younger age. Like we were talking, like at 17, 18 years old, you can be recruited to the Marine Corps, as an example, do the training, be be armed and have the ability to shoot people dead. Kill people. But Mm -hmm. you better not touch a beer. (laughs) (laughs) Or you better not buy a beer. Yeah, Yeah. right. Here's the thing. You can touch it. (laughs) Is, like that that doesn't make any sense it seems archaic to me okay so, so uh, like is 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 your like because we're talking in terms of substances alcohol is one of those things that kills a lot of people like tobacco does as well yeah right? yeah it's in the top three causes yeah. of of death in australia per annum once again i don't mm. have those figures mm. on me so i wonder what would happen if like a substance like cocaine was mm. made legal like would i mean what, i mean i don't know like that would be a source of well, I can't, I can, yeah, and I can't see how it would be much different from alcohol. Alcohol creates a situation where people act completely differently because of the chemical imbalances that occur in their bodies when they consume alcohol and the way it's digested. Why not cocaine? Mm. Why not fucking mushies? Mm. Mushrooms, yeah. Well, there's probably, I mean, cocaine is a contestable one because I think it can well, affect... stimulant. It, it can affect your behaviour to an unreasonable extent. Yeah, but, but it's not like... Um, what about alcohol? Alcohol does oh, the same. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> what am I talking about? In fact, yeah, you would argue yeah. that alcohol but, but, causes but like, more death in Australia yeah. than cocaine use and, and, yeah, yeah, per yeah. annum, right? But Once like, again, the common denominator you know, being taxable... Sorry, go on. Well, it, there's no medicinal use for cocaine, really. You know? Well, Whereas, you like, could argue that, right? With mushrooms, you know, there's there is studies where you know it can help with um, post traumatic stress. It can help with like, anxiety, anxiety, depression, it can help with um, ang- uh, addictions. Yes, you know, so uh, MDMA as well. Like there's a lot of studies going on to MDMA pills, like ecstasy. You know, a lot of fear mongering around it historically, though. Maybe we can attach that video of like when they you, you saw the U.S. government um, experimental videos where they were using. Um, LSD 
on, oh, yeah, on, yeah. on housewives, you know, atypical yeah. housewives of the 50s, and they were administering doses of LSD Fascinating to these normal people. Yeah. And, like, you know, it's just amazing to Is watch. And, oh, my yeah, God. Absolutely. Fascinating and it was like the reefer madness in America, right? The, mm. the whole war against drugs, and they had that lady fucking smoke a joint and run headfirst out of a third-story window. Like, it's all this mm. fear that mm. sort of contributed yeah, well, to the outlawing mm. and banning of these right. products, and, but, but like I tell you, realistically, what, like, jumping out of a fucking window is something you do after <laughs> a couple of bottles of Jack Daniels because you just don't well. give a fuck, right? right. Like, like, yeah, it can happen. It can happen. <laughs> yeah, like there was a kid, you know, just in the in Queensland not that long ago, climbing from balcony to balcony, pissed up, like, yeah. and, and fell. But it's not alcohol's fault, is it? You no. know, mm. like. It's all just a matter of looking at them, you know. Why? That's what we're posing. And now it doesn't matter how far we get into this episode. Why is that objectively viewed? So you raised the point about taxation, and I just want to thrash that out. Okay, so I just think that uh, these, the the, the governing bodies, the powers that be, all right, I'm not necessarily saying government, but government. You know, if if they have the ability, because they do have the ability to legalize and then mass produce yeah. and retail these items, well, right? Or the government won't mass produce and no, retail but they them, have but they yeah. have a procedure in place where it legalized. could be made legalized, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, and and then once they do, like it goes the way of like as I said, alcohol and tobacco, it mm. kills people. They're legally selling a means for people to kill themselves. Mm. Yeah, but and yet you can't go and buy a gun. Mm. In Australia without a license. Do you know what's even funnier, Chris? Sorry for interrupting. Yeah. But, you know, one of the biggest arguments in America at the moment is for the states wanting to ban vaping is because it is a gateway to smoking. (laughs) What? Really? Do you you guys not know this? Really? No. It's true. You can look up any, any... Any vaping or anti-vaping campaign is because vaping is perceived as a gateway Gateway. to smoking for kids, right? Now, that that is not true. That may be be a relevant point in 20 or 30 years, right? Once, once, you know, smoking is completely eradicated or or on the fringe, right? But largely now the effect is a reduction of smokers. Exactly that. And and not only that, okay, but for me, the frustration comes in is these very concerned governments that... that, (laughs) I like the quotations. (laughs) (laughs) That are so concerned with kids potentially starting to smoke, ban smoking. Nothing stops you. If, if, you're so, if, if they're so afraid that vaping is a gateway to smoking, yes. that's evil, evil smoking, take it away. Now, but they won't, right? Why mm. don't they? Why don't they take away smoking? Because it's a cash cow. Yes, mm. absolutely. And it's worth it's, billions and billions is, of dollars. It's worth so much. It's like Big Pharma, isn't it? Really. The, 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 yeah. the, what I haven't said, you know, maybe I, I don't know if this is the right segment for it, but mm-hmm. you know, I was talking to Chris on the way here, and there's a there's, there's this is factual as well. There's um, in America, the states that are pushing to ban vaping happen yes. to be all the states that are currently cannot pay um, pay for their um, their bonds. That, are, that don't have enough money to pay for their bonds. So they're like cash hungry. And they're cash hungry. And the, the reason they well, can't pay for their bonds is because less, more and more people in America are switching from smoking to vaping. 
So they are getting less and less taxes from smoking wow. and therefore can't pay the bonds that they accrued based on the revenue that they budgeted for from smoking. I feel like oh, there's a, I, I feel like if we hear any strange audio feed, it's going to be someone tapping into this and they're just going to be like, yeah, they've said too much. Shut them down. <laughs> right? The lights are just going to go dim and all you're going to see are these fucking machine gun lasers. Yeah. Come through <laughs> and the vape smokers are going to be in the air. <laughs> Send in the cleaners. <laughs> right. Lunchy, oh, okay. give us another question. Another question. Brother. Here we go. Multiple mm. choice. You've yeah. got between A, B, and C. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. It is mandatory that all taxi drivers carry one bale of hay in their boot at all times in which Australian state? Is it A, Queensland, B, Northern Territory, or C, South Australia? One, two, three. South Australia. NT. No, it is Queensland. Oh, wow. Really? Yes. Okay. Um, How are we looking for time, Babs? We've gone over time. Is this something we're going to have so, to break up into a couple of episodes? Well, I like we've dropped, we've dropped the video feed. That's the problem. Have we? But we, we're still on audio. Okay. So I can just, we'll just, we'll just blame Hal again. All right, sweet. <laughs> we'll, we'll post-credit Hal into this. Excellent. So, so for, for you, we just keep going. For you YouTubers but, out there, uh, bear mm. with us. Okay. So yep. we've got some audio podcast goodness happening right now. Yep. And yep. just, just, you know. Picture, um, you can start the video again and turn the sound down and listen to the uh, <laughs> the podcast if you want some fee audio uh, visual feed. Un- unequal sentencing. Now this is this you know we can't talk about stupid laws in Australia without talking about the inequality of sentences versus the crimes that mm. are attributed to them, right? Yeah. And so, like, I don't know. We can share a personal story. We had a friend. Yeah. Um, still have a friend yep. um, who growing up made some poor decisions, I suppose. Mm-hmm. A string of break and enters into um, uninhabited homes at yep. the time. Um, no per, no victim, no, there were there were no victims on site when the, the I guess you would say, robberies took place. Sure. Okay. Um, or I guess. Or larceny, I think. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Attributed to under less than, criminally less than $100,000 worth of damage or stolen goods mm. uh, received a sentence of seven years right all right yeah then you look at someone like the wolf of wall street Mm. jordan belfort Mm. right how many millions did he end up stealing i can't remember the exact figure over 200 million million. 200 million dollars through investment fraud um Mm. through through the the uh pump and dump um Mm. asset acquisitions mm-hmm. um, and playing of the stock markets and whatnot. Um, and he reserved a 22-month sentence. Well, he, he, ser- he, he was... He, was uh, he got a four-year sentence, but he served 22 months. So even at, his, good even, even at his maximum sentence was yeah. just over half of the, the fellow that we knew. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so um, I'm just going to argue this just because, like, otherwise it's going to be boring. Sure. <laughs> but, like, you you can make the argument that entering into someone's property... Yes. Even if you think nobody's home... Yes. ...could end in... Violence. Violence. Yeah. Yeah? Sure. Um, so but it's, was a, anyone, it's a different classification of Was crime. anyone harmed in the robbery? And no, they weren't. No, no, no. Right? It's, it's not about whether anyone was harmed. It's about whether anyone could have been harmed. 
That doesn't make sense. I guess, like, talking to the brazenness of it, yeah. it, it does make sense. Because, like, dude, if, you, like, if you're because in that situation, you're Wall going Street. into that house, you're still sneaking around and stuff, oh. right? Well, the equivalent... Because, like, you're going, like, just in case someone's home. Sure. Like, I'm fucking sneaking around. Sure. One of the neighbours might see me and stuff. How, but, like, okay, what if someone runs into the house and, like, you're cornered, like... You know? And what are the what are the larger repercussions of Jordan Belfort's behaviour? Sure. That's some fucked up shit because like people How have many? lost their life savings. Yes, you know? the whole life they've spent working for their money. And there would, yeah. would have been suicides associated oh, to that. There would have been domestic yeah. violence associated yeah. to that yeah. because yeah. of you know, dad used his son's Inherit- college, like, yeah, college yeah, funds yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. to invest. Yeah. I mean on, I get on your balance. point. I definitely get your point, Pablo. Yeah. But I mean, I, th- I also think that there'd be an equal amount of. Um, <clears throat> I just see word? it as a greater yeah. crime. Yeah, it's, it's not I only monetarily, but mm. repercussion-wise. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I just like, wanted to argue. In a, in a, <laughs> I, I, I get that. I get that. It wouldn't be a THO I episode try not without argue. it. I, never, <laughs> I don't have the vocabulary that you guys have, so I should just. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, no so you you made a you made a, a, a comment about disproportionately targeting the poor, like so, like our friend, you know, compared to Balfour, is like a well, poor, largely uneducated, largely yeah, yeah. poorer, largely but very intelligent every, fellow. On, like, yeah, yeah, know, on yeah. every metric, couldn't yeah. measure up to the caliber of someone like yeah uh, Jordan Balfour. So our our legal system punishes the poor more than. Yes. Rich. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Disproportionately you can so. read about Jordan Belfort's time in prison. He was sent to like a resort. <laughs> like he had access to swimming pools and tennis net, uh, tennis courts wow. and, huh. you know, all of the mod cons that, that most um, middle income earners can't afford. So it's like, where's the justice? That's the That's question, insane. right? Like, it's just. I said they have a, a jail for rich people. Yeah, absolutely, because they're more more high value targets right. for other inmates, right? So it makes sense that you would protect your assets. It just occurred to me, mm. Chris, that your your argument is so non not left. Mm. It's much more of a of a right leaning. Um, yeah, yeah, a right argument. Yeah. You know, you'd expect the um, Democrats. Mm. To, yeah. Have um, to not have an issue mm. with Jeffrey's jail stay. Mm. Mm. Jeffrey Epps, Jeffrey who? Sorry. Oh, 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 which one? So Jeffrey, you're talking about Jeffrey Epstein? Like, oh, you're talking about no, Jordan Belfort. Oh, Jordan, Bel- Jordan, Jordan Belfort. Sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because yeah. we're, we're going to talk about Jeffrey Epstein sorry, shortly. Sorry, sorry. But no, no, that's yeah. I, I've, I think I understand what you're saying, right? Like because. Um, I think that the 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 Democrats in the United States t- tend to protect the the uber rich a lot more yeah, than yeah, mm, yeah. a lot more than mm. uh, the Republicans do. Uh, I feel like the Republicans tend to actually like own up when one of their people fucks up. Mm. Whereas like, but I think this Balfour, he's like he's beyond all systems. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. He's, he's just like, sent me to the fucking Ritz jail. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. I'll buy, and are, I'll buy it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, there are... He must have paid some fucking bribes or something, hey? Like, you would assume so. Like, the dude up, wasn't though. broke, that's right? That's messed up. Yeah, of course. Like, everything yeah. can be bought. Every As the old saying yeah. goes, everyone has a price. 
So you also mentioned like educational punishments. So, and what comes to mind that immediately is like you know uh, re-education camps, (laughs) fucking you know um, the archipelago. What is it? The uh, the Gulag Archipelago. Yeah, like, sure, sure, know, sure, like, sure, sure. Uh, so I'm thinking like so I'm shit, thinking re-education. Of, so shit. maybe less of a Soviet scent yeah. to this one, right? <laughs> um, I'm thinking like, you know, the way that... So when you're charged in Australia with a, you know, driving offence, if it's serious enough, uh, you will have to go and sit through a driver's education program and they just basically brainwash you with terrible shit they, they show you images of people dying in accidents and just real shock value i've shit. done i've done the course you've it's, done it's, one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's, did it leave an imprint on you not really okay no no it was pretty what did it do to curb your behavior because now i would argue that you're not willing to commit the similar offenses yeah. to what you may have done in the past yeah so what what curved your behavior in it's just maturity man like that's all it was okay so maturity yeah. how do you you can't teach maturity no. That's not something you can teach. I just think that fi- there's a better system, as always. I question all systems, <laughs> right? Um, mm. There's a better way to punish people than yeah. financially. Okay, so because what, what, punitive what crimes could a could an education system, a re-education, apply to? Like, okay, so I mean, obviously with, with traffic, lower you can show them so, like, people so dying in accidents. A really good example, right off the top of my head, right now, when people get caught for um, doing the wrong thing by Centrelink. Yeah. Right. And and they're actually defrauding the government system by by claiming whatever and they're receiving benefits this, falsely. This will be interesting. <laughs> yeah, go on. Right. Well, right now what they do, they find them. <laughs> it's like these people but that's, are already that's a penal system, not yeah, a Yeah, yeah, but yeah. these people are already arguably yes. um not getting yeah. a lot of money. They're scared right. and fucking settling, right? So you think there's a better way to teach them not to do that? Yeah, absolutely. How, you, how would you do that? Well, you got to look, at, and I'm talking. So there's two parts of these 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 scammers, right? Yeah. There's there's the the I guess the bottom dweller. That sounds really bad. Not how I mean it. <laughs> Not how I mean it. But the really poor people who just want to try and give themselves an edge, right? <laughs> by declaring false information for arguably, and they might be doing it yeah. for the right reason. They might be yeah. doing it to genuinely provide for their families. Yes. Right. Um, and then you've got the ones that are, have got like a job and they just, they're greedy and they just want more because fuck, I want more Coke money. You know what I mean? Like whatever. Yeah. But like for the, for the, at least the, the, the first class of that, that, um, those people, um, I think that like you got to look into the, the inner workings of these people. Like, well, did it ever occur to them that they're to get educated and get employed? Maybe they've never had a good role model that's ever taught them that, hey, you don't live on Centrelink. What you do, you get an education and you go and get you an entry-level job. Maybe no one's ever told mm-hmm. them that. No, maybe they didn't have a mum or a dad. You know, they, we're talking about like fourth and fifth generation of Centrelink mm. clients here. Like, so there's a good chance they haven't. You so know? like the way to teach so, them is to like... Well, I guess you include them. You include them more so in society, right? Because when you've got inclusion, it, it creates a positive yield, so? right? So... You give them, you give them, a, okay, so council, right, for applications and stuff, uh, you know, where parks are going. Yeah. So you bring these, and it is readily available now, like you can give feedback, but when was the last time one of us was at a council meeting 
discussing mm. these topics. Probably not recently because we're largely out of the loop. It's not something that's mass publicized. But you get people out in the community engaging with these families and these people, right? And you really encourage them and make them feel as though their voice is actually valued. Mm. Yeah. Then they will have some buyback. You create buyback, right? And then what happens is they see these changes happening in their community and go, hang on. What I think and what I'm actually saying and contributing is helping. You, you start to turn their thinking around a little bit about the actions that they take now will directly affect them mm -hmm. in the future. And then that, that is, that's translatable, right? <laughs> so you start teaching them about, okay, um, you got to start at the bottom. You're already at the fucking bottom, right? So, mm -hmm. so the next step up is, okay, let's learn how to, I don't know, push trolleys, scan mm -hmm. items at checkouts, I work at McDonald's, learn how to cook, but whatever, right? And you take the shame out of those things. Because right now, I mean, I mean I've been a trolley pusher before. You when know, I counted yeah, cars, yeah. I loaded trucks. I had to smash a bloke's windows to get my <laughs> wage out of him. You know, I worked for a dodgy bastard at one mm. point who tried to rip off all these kids their wages. What he was doing was subcontracting to Coles and collecting everyone's wages, getting the kids to work for him and not paying the kids. <laughs> He'd give them cigarettes yeah. and shit. You know what I mean? Wow. So, like, you know, I, mm. there's, there's, it's a multifaceted approach. Um, but you, you need to educate people, mm. you know, you need to, you need to empower people and educate them. I feel like, and that's more, not just for Centrelink clients. Um, what about this system they have set in place that if you have a fine that's, that's pending that, or sorry, overdue fine with the, with recoveries, New South Wales, formerly state debt recovery office, um, they stop you from doing any business with service, New South Wales the licensing body in New South Wales. Mm. So, like, if you've got an overdue fine, they cut off your license validity. Right. Right? So, if somebody has a fine, let's mm. say that a kid has their license, their P-plates, and for whatever yeah. reason, they have to catch a train home. Let's say the kid is uh, drunk one night at a friend's party and they decide to leave their car and do the right thing, yeah. catch a train home, but they're fucking drunk enough to forget their Opal card or whatever, and they get caught doing that. They, they get fined for it. Okay, and then that, that gets processed by Revenue New South Wales and then becomes overdue. All of a sudden, they suspend the kid's license. Now, for whatever reason, if they can't afford to pay that fine, then they, and let's say the kid does have a job or a job that's about to start, they all of a sudden lose their ability to get to work, you know, because they, they can't drive, they don't have a license. Let's say that they take the risk to drive anyways. I'm guilty of that. Mm -hmm. like I've lost my license like fucking 12 times or something, you know what I mean? Uh, and they get caught. That's another $1,500 fine right there. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and it further deepens that mm. cycle. Like, you know, luckily they do have redundancies in place now, like work and development orders. Who's heard of those before? Work and development orders. Anybody? No. There you go. The system isn't working. I provide work and development orders where I work, right? Mm. Where somebody can come and in lieu of paying money for their fines, they can engage in either case management or voluntary work to pay it off. Really? Right. But you don't it's know kind of about like that. Service. Sort of. Well, we probably don't <laughs> well, know about it because... Yeah. It is good. Yeah. Yeah. But that, for me, there isn't enough of a marketing campaign mm. behind that. There are ways yeah. out. But a lot of these people who are poor and don't have access mm. to information as readily as, like, you know, other people mm. are missing out on this stuff. It's not working. Yeah. You mm. know what I mean? So that's why I say empower and educate. All right. Well... I feel like I'm on somewhat of a fucking yeah. soapbox here yeah. this week, Jens. Um, Unequal sentencing we're talking about, 
and how those laws are just stupid. Uh, Harvey Weinstein, like we know that he's been wrapped now, like he and he and it doesn't look very good for Harvey Weinstein no. at the moment. Like he's he's um, Harvey Weinstein of sexual assault on innocent actress fame. Yeah, that's right. The yes. couch catching couch casting cast, casting the, yeah, that's right. Casting couch uh, <laughs> entrepreneur. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> incidentally, I heard that. Uh, one of the ladies who accused him of sexual assault described his penis as like a, like a button a, dick. A button dick. <laughs> a micro penis, I believe the great analogy is for that. Wow. Uh, so anyway. It all to, makes sense. But mm. to, th- here's an example of like Democrats. Um, Hillary Clinton, uh, right? Fucking buddy buddy with this guy. Initially, I believe was quite pivotal in getting him off his early charges, you know, and now he's he's screwed because Trump's in power. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Jeffrey Epstein, right? Yeah. Again, Pizzagate kicked some kicked some uh, some charges early, you know, like they tried to get him and like fucking like there was there was enough to bury the guy easily, mm. but somehow. He got out. He got off it. Yeah, you know, like, and he, I think he served a bit of time. It was like child molestation. Yeah, that's like right? worse than Harvey Weinstein because it was like underage girls. Sure. Right? So, and then and then he he killed himself. Inverted commas. Sure, because there. he was about to reveal the names of his cohorts and other people in power that well, were a part know, of the same practice. Get somebody like that that probably has video footage of yeah, you know, mm. probably has all sorts of yeah, evidence on, against against you know, a lot other, of yeah. high powered people. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, you know, they, they're going to they're going to kill himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, right, Cardinal, gonna, Cardinal Pell. Okay. Like, just real quick, we are right? going to touch well, on Cardinal very, Pell. Just very quickly, like because like he initially received a sentence uh, of, of six, six years, years for assault, uh, sexually assaulting two choir boys. Uh, this sentencing occurred in two thousand eighteen. Um, but then he was acquitted on appeal. Sure, right? because now, he was found innocent of these two particular charges. Yeah. yeah. And and I know that, you know, Lunchy, you, you're like, this is disgusting. Uh, yeah. no, no, look, <laughs> no, yes and no. Like, I, I, once again, authoritative body, I hate the church. I yeah. hate the church. And I guess that the, the, the thing is that there's like this... Um, it won't cloud my judgment, though. The yeah. bloke, if he didn't do these two particular crimes, he didn't yeah. do them. Well, he you know what I mean? That, that's... There was a this judgment. Is what the, yeah, that's there right. Was a judgment. That's right. So, like, are you prepared to accept it? <laughs> I, I'll be prepared to accept that there were, you know, people who found him innocent. Definitely. <laughs> um, Am I skirting my answer? <laughs> no. No, well, look, I, I just think that, um, you know, the... The, the, uh, the, I the know, fuck the Catholic Church. Like, the, yeah, the, the, fuck the, the church system in know, general. Like that's that's what you know, my mind. The, the 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 weight of evidence is stacked against the church. I yes, think. and and, and it's I like can't Cardinal let that. I'm, I'm very like, oh, look. I'm very aware that my opinion will slant the issue big time on this. Yeah. Like the, you know, from my mind, like if he's been accused, like I think someone said, I think it might be new Troy earlier. Like where there's smoke, there's generally fire. If he wasn't responsible for these two, fair enough. But has he been responsible? Well, that's speculation. Who knows? Mm. More than like, it's a dirty fucking industry, mate. But there's there's definitely, hey Chris, if you, and I'm I'm not not discounting that. You know, the Catholic Church has got No, a, please, beat the shit out of me. No, no, <laughs> has got um, a bad rep, yeah. But if, if you have a, there's, there's 
I happen to, you know, look and read the Bolt report. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. In terms of the evidence around it. Sure. And, you know, for these two, the, these crimes, alleged crimes, he couldn't have committed them. It was but impossible. Then they've also went a little bit further to see, all right, why was it that the Victorian government mm. was so against this guy? Mm. And then if you look a little bit further, is he actually had a lot of dirt on other people yeah, within sure, the so church. It's and a they decided, play. right, this is definitely the guy we, we want to shut up. Yeah. We've and, got to take him out. Maybe take him out. So Maybe so this he, was just a scare for him, like, back up. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. gave him a bit of a because, sentence. Because he used to be the, um, wasn't he the like the treasurer of the Catholic Church or the... You know, yeah, I think I think that he was some, he took some sort of an administrative yeah. role, like and, and and quite a pivotal one. And there was a lot of um, underhand dealings and stuff like that going on, which which See. he aired, and they didn't like him airing. I think mm -hmm. that's what it is. Where there's power, there's corruption. Yeah. Like you look at this this um, headmaster of this private school mm -hmm. in Sydney. I think it was like he, you know, they've just done this fucking investigation and yeah. found his his. Um, um, you know, taken under the table all this like money that that was meant for the school, yeah. and he's lined his own pockets uh, with it. Like, I just think it's, it's true. Like, of have all you guys seen systems. the movie Bad Education? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. a little bit like that. Hey. We're, right. we're, we're we're running out of time. Out of time. We're literally out of time. Yeah, okay, that's, that's so we're, we're, we're going to have to wrap it up. It's God, been it was real. A pleasure. Troy, thank yeah, you really very nice. much. I think thank what you. we might do is is go ahead and film a separate video for our thought experiments. and wrap. Will we do that or will we just leave it? Uh, we we just need to wrap this episode up. All right, no, we're no, wrapping no. it up, guys. Yeah. It's been real. And what? <laughs> well, how do we want to cap this off? I will say uh, thanks for listening and sticking with us. It's been a pleasure for Troy. Yes. Please check out Cloud Chamber if and when you can. Available at Gorican and Woi Woi. Yeah. We'll um, put some links in the description. Absolutely, too, yeah. uh, guys. Until next week. Cheerio. Welcome Thank you very aboard. much, everyone. Welcome Thank aboard. you, Chris and Pablo. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful.